Welcome to The Scrumptious Woman with Juliet Caraman. This is a sacred space where we embark on a profound journey, reinventing the most intimate relationship in life, the relationship with yourself. We look within, uncover and reclaim the territories of relationships, intimacy, sensuality, kink, spirituality, embodiment, communication, parenthood, and grief. Through this podcast, we challenge ingrained beliefs and address taboo subjects. Awareness truly is the first step towards self-love. Welcome once again to The Scrumptious Woman, and get ready for an adventure as we dive deep into your essence. Together, we will receive, reveal, rewire, and restore the secrets to living a more scrumptious life. Are you ready? Let's begin. Hello, my lovelies. It's Juliet Caraman, and I want to talk to you about pleasure today and sexuality. So it was really interesting. Yesterday, I was being featured, or um, I was a guest on this beautiful podcast with a guest uh, with a host that has a big presence on LinkedIn. And we talked about scrumptiousness and about body shame and about how uh, we often look outside of ourselves to change, but that it's always, you know, let's shine the light on what's going on inside of us and where, you know, we're charged. When I was, when I talk about charge, that is often where the triggers are. You know, when someone says something, you have a response, you have a reaction, that means that there's charge. And, you know, that was all beautiful. And then at one point, somehow the conversation went into sexuality and sensuality. And I remember telling her that when I moved to the UK from Switzerland, and when I had my twin daughters, I have two boys and then twin daughters, that I asked my husband's cousin, and I said, what do you call vagina? And that her answer was front bottom. And that I was like, I'm Dutch. So I'm like, I'm like, front bottom? What do you call what do you call your butt? I thought that was bottom. She's like, yeah, that's bottom. I'm like, so you've got bottom and front bottom. <laughs> and so my my cousin was like, or my husband cousin was like, yes. I'm like, isn't that confusing for your daughter? She's like, well, that's what we called it because, you know, vagina just doesn't sound good, etc. So when I relayed this yesterday in, in the podcast, I could see her tensing up. She's And then afterwards, she's like, oh, my God, this is going on LinkedIn and no one ever talks about sexuality. And it's such an interesting topic. We all came. We all are born because our parents had sex and we were created, right? So let's just take a breath. Whoever is getting triggered, whoever is getting activated here, let's just take a breath and actually... Just can we see the humor of it? Can we see the humor of that certain things are not spoken about? I remember about three or four years ago, um, there was this big thing on the Telegraph, um, which is is a UK um, big newspaper, and they had interviewed me. And I said, when do you start talking to your children about sexuality? And it's like, well, 
if you mean sexuality, what happens, the bees and the bee, and, you know, how babies are created. I said, that's, you know, that's kind of not as important as actually having language, having proper vocabulary about, you know, when do you start talking about to your children about breasts and their body parts and just not actually having the right vocabulary for a vagina, for a vulva. What do we want to call it? You know, some people are like, oh, pussy is really, you know, very triggering. I remember when I first heard the word pussy, I was like, whoa, that's 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 a bit out there. And then when you get over that charge, it's like, oh, that actually doesn't feel too bad. I mean, there are people that call it very different words. But it's like, what have we learned from our parents? Again, this is where we go back and we start deciphering. You know, we we start becoming a sleuth a little bit, a bit like a detective. It's like, where do we have this conditioning? Where can we bring awareness to it? How can we have curiosity? It's like, whoa, what have I been taught about sexuality? Let's actually just take a breath and think back it's like what did what were my parents like that they walk around naked they were they always covered up when there might have been movies or or tv programs and they talked or they showed someone kissing or having signs of affection intimate moments were they always shut off quickly were you able to talk to your parents if they tell you about what was happening in your body. All of these are insights into how you have been programmed because let's face it, we are like computers in a way. That just came to me now. But we have been programmed by our society. We've been programmed by our parents, by our siblings, by the schools, the universities, all those have left an imprint. And that's if you kind of like think about chat GPT, right? It had to be programmed by people. This is what happens to us as well, but we're not aware of it. So we think that those thoughts and that programming that we have are all our own. And then when you actually start becoming a bit more aware of it and you start be having being a sleuth, being a detective, it's like, oh, yeah, that thing about sexuality it's not even mine because I have no problem you know showing myself or walking around naked in front of my partner uh, going to the bathroom with the door open all these kind of things it's like just notice what you were taught about that so going back to the the newspaper and the telegraph it was interesting because I had spoken to this journalist and I had given her um, this idea of when is the right time to actually speak to your children about sexuality, about body parts? And I said, as soon as you can, as soon as you can actually normalize that, you know, yes, boys have a willy or a penis, whatever, you know, whatever you want to call it. And girls have a vulva and a vagina, right? And we have different body parts. We are different. And then, of course, there's the whole bit about what are people assigned to at birth and what do they identify with because that is now a whole different kind of forms that you can open up and I hear so many people get massively triggered and saying oh but that's a woman 
you know, why do we have to go with what sex they were assigned at birth and now what they identify with? And it's really it's like, where can you also stay curious about that? You know, where can you stay curious about what are your beliefs about this? What does it trigger inside of you? So yesterday, talking about how to be, how to bring this up with your children. I was talking to this lady and she lives in the Arab world and I spend a lot of time in, in Beirut, Lebanon. And at one point, um, I had I had four kids in, in under three years time. So they're really close together. So oftentimes I needed a hand with things because I just had you know four kids, <laughs> pretty much all of the same same age. So four car seats at the same time and you know, craziness. But I remember going to Lebanon and having a driver the first uh, first time that I was there, and there was just something about this driver that yeah I. I don't know. It just kind of felt a little bit off or maybe I was very protective. But I remember talking to my kids then and they were quite young. And I just said, hey, you know, if you feel energy and if you ever, because we all do feel energy, right? And we're all connected to that energy and to our intuition, but we don't often trust it. So I remember talking to my kids and they're young. They're about six and seven. I said, hey, if you ever feel like um, anyone, any adult or any kid, if anyone just ever touches you in a way that you don't feel safe, please go and come and tell me or Baba about it or tell each other, you know, if you don't want to talk to us about it. But I want you just to know that you don't have to hide this and you don't have to think that it's okay. Because the most important is for you to feel safe in your body and you to feel safe that Whoever is around you will respect that. So that was the first thing already bringing up that, you know, we have bodies and what is ours does not actually um, cannot be, be touched and cannot just be taken for granted. This is often where we have very sensitive people that don't know where their body stops and someone else's body begins um, because of intense experiences or whatever. And then to normalize by, you know, having them in a bath and just like talking about their body parts. It's just like to normalize talking about it. I remember when my twins started getting their period and they were embarrassed to talk about it in front of their brothers. And then they said, oh, mommy, you know, why can't we call it something else from from instead of period? And I'm like, you can call it something else. But at the same time, your brothers at one point are going to have girlfriends and wives and, and you know maybe children of their own or not. But yeah, it's possible that they will. And the more that we normalize it, the more that we normalize that you, you are on your moon, you're on your period, they will then know what to do with when it comes to that time that they have partners in that stage as well. So the thing is, to start becoming aware again, what have you been taught about this? Maybe you've been in a very religious upbringing and pleasure and sexuality is just not something you talked about. You might not have even really known what was going on with your body. 
And the sad thing is that we all have a different path into pleasure. But we may not know this because, first of all, yeah, our upbringing, maybe religion spoke was a big thing. Maybe you're very Christian, maybe you're very Muslim, maybe whatever religion it is, but you had an upbringing that this was not something that you spoke about. Maybe people insinuated that, people around you, people, friends around you insinuated that, you know, oh, that girl is really loose. Look at the skirt. You know, she's wearing such short clothes. Look at how loose she is. And, you know, she wants it. And, and just start noticing what are all the imprints that you got around pleasure, around sensuality. And then where did you stop? feeling as much and stop really getting in touch with your own body because of those imprints, right? So pleasure. It's funny. Um, a few of us are quite um, vocal about pleasure and then our social media accounts get shut down because there is still a large population of large part of the population that finds talking about pleasure uncomfortable and they link pleasure to sexuality and intimacy and really that deep and for me pleasure is anything that brings me joy pleasure that scrumptiousness that joy that it's it's almost feels like uh, an effervescence running through your body and once you have access to that that is where everything stems from that's where new ideas come from that's where more experiences that's where more of the same comes from that is what can stop you straight in your tracks when you are feeling maybe overwhelmed, you can then tap into what it is that brings you joy, that brings you pleasure. So I want to just pay, draw your attention to that. That again, the words that we say to ourselves really makes a massive difference. It's how we rewire patterns. So what are your thoughts about pleasure? I want you just to take a moment and think about them. When I say pleasure, what does that bring up in you? And it might be, oh, when I think about pleasure, I think about sensuality. I think about having sex. It could be, well, when I think about pleasure, it's actually, I think about my mother telling me that, you know, promiscuous girls are not no good and they'll never get married. When I think about pleasure... I think about having my babies in my arms, smelling that newborn baby smell, that beautiful smell, and how that lights me up while I smell them. That's also pleasure. Pleasure for me is going outside for a walk and feeling the sun and the breeze playing around with my hair feeling my feet in the wet grass, feeling super alive. That 
is pleasure. It could be pleasure is taking a bath, putting on a candle, going out for a meal and tasting every single morsel, slowing down enough to fully feel. It might be the way that a cold drink of water when you're really thirsty just quenches that thirst and you can feel it go down your throat and hit every little spot and that can kind of create like a shiver in your body where it just start to notice what is happening if you notice that all of this could be pleasure. And then I want you to tell me what, what is a better word for, for pleasure for you? Is it scrumptiousness? Is it joy? And then how can you bring more of this joy, pleasure, scrumptiousness, whatever your word is for it, how can you bring more of that into your everyday life right now? I want you to think back at the charge you may have felt about the word pleasure. Where's that now? If you did scale it on a scale of one to 10, but just if you think back at it now, is, is there any charge left? Now, when I say the word pleasure, what does that bring, bring up for you? And also maybe you don't have kids yet, but how would you like your kids to be able to talk to you about pleasure, to talk to you about sexuality, to talk to you about the body parts that they have. What kind of relationship do you want to have with your children? What kind of relationship do you want to have with your partner? How can you even start tapping into what gives you pleasure? What are the kind of touch that you may like. I mean, this brings up a whole new kind of worms. It opens up one of the beautiful ways to find your way into pleasure. I'll be doing a whole podcast on actually finding your archetypes, your blueprints into pleasure, because there are several ways. And we may not always have the same pathway that our partner has. So you may notice that some people, I'll give you a little, little taste of it here, but you may notice that some people, when they eat, their body is just like electric. You may be one of these people where you can actually smell something and you go into static states, into, oh, amazing. And there are other people that are much more energetic and when you already come close to them to touch them they either freeze or they completely expand and they love it then there are other people that really think of pleasure and sexual acts as in the way that we probably have heard about it most and they think about you know intercourse and 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 breasts and they like talking about it in those names then there are others but like everything that's taboo. But that brings up a lot of shame. That brings up a lot of stuff in them where they don't quite know how to tell their partners this. It's like, oh, they might like 
you know, maybe a little bit more rough or they like to be told what to do or they like to to play act in a certain way for this for some people this might mean getting undressed with the lights on or with the curtains open it could be for every person taboo is something slightly different you might have heard the term vanilla and what for some person is vanilla so like you know just like normal sexuality or normal intimacy normal sensuality for another person that might be taboo because of their upbringing because of how they have been programmed and then there are some of us that are called shapeshifters and we like pretty much all of them but we also have the shadows of all of them so you know for a sensual person when we're actually getting into the pleasure and when we're getting into pleasure we say in our heads we'll be like you know when we're actually maybe we're, we're touching ourselves off the body or where we're getting we're having a massage someone's giving us a massage all of a sudden we're we're in our body and then all of a sudden that thought is like oh my god did i turn the gas off yeah what's going to happen the house is going to explode and then you can't stay in the moment anymore does that resonate with anyone right and then all of a sudden you're out of that pleasure loop and you're just like oh my god i don't know what's going to happen or you may be in the middle of being kissed by your partner and all of a sudden you smell his underarms and you're like oh my god that's such a turn off and, and your whole body just shuts down now i want you to recognize that this is completely normal but that there is a way out of this that there is a way to actually learn each other's blueprint to learn that archetype to learn what your way into pleasure is what your way in out of it is what's blocking you and then very cool your partner or your partners what their way into it is what's blocking them and then you can start expanding in it and then that's actually when there's a beautiful um, symphony that starts to to happen between you two I'll be talking about this in one of my future podcasts, really the way into pleasure. I'm going to wrap this or bring this podcast to an end because it was to bring awareness to what sexuality brings up in you, how you can communicate about this to your partner better, to your kids, to your family. And then ultimately, what did the word pleasure bring up in you? Again, if you want to dive deeper into this, I have several courses on this. So go and have a look on my website uh, or continue listening and you'll learn a lot more in these podcasts. Lots of love. Thank you for joining this Scrumptious Woman podcast. I appreciate you being here as time is your most precious commodity. If you enjoyed these insights, please hit the like and subscribe button. By doing so, you'll stay connected. Visit feelfullyyou.com for a wealth of resources 
tools and guidance to support your journey towards living a more scrumptious life. Follow me on Instagram under the handle Juliet Caraman. French spelling with double T-E, Caraman, K-A-R-A-M-A-N. Facebook, again, Juliet Caraman. Now don't keep this magic to yourself, but share this podcast with anyone who you feel will benefit from this energetic exploration. Spread the wisdom, ignite their inner fire, and empower them to embrace their true selves. Together, let's create this ripple effect of transformation and inspire others to embark on their own journey of self-discovery. Thank you for being part of our vibrant community. Stay fully you and continue to radiate your unique essence in all that you do.